Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Mm, cousin Sebastian Stan. Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna be talking a lot about Sebastian Stan in today's episode, who is uh gradually becoming one of my favorite supporting actors to watch. He's so good. He's so, Hi, everybody. He's so great. Hello, everyone. <laughs> my name is David Bell. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched We Have Always Lived in the Castle. Castle. Woo-hoo. The Castle. The Castle. We've always lived in it. Yeah, we've always been here. I don't know what your problem is. My name is Mary Catherine Blackwood. The Blackwoods have always lived in this house. And we will never leave here, no matter what they say or what they do to us. Never. Listen, uh, big thank you, first off, to uh, uh, our producers for this one. Harris and Millie. Mm. Harris and Millie wanted us to watch this. A movie that I thought was another movie that I fell asleep during. And turns out to be another movie I think that I the, watched. I think you were thinking of "We Are the Pretty Things That Live in the House." I think you. I think I was too. Because that also that has I, Alexandra Daddario in it. Okay, I fell asleep during that movie, but not because it's a bad movie. Because I just hadn't slept. Uh, this one, I thought I had not only seen before. Well, I had. Uh, I had seen this before. I thought I saw it with you, Tom, and you informed me that you hadn't seen this movie. No, we covered the trailer on a hype cast. Got it. Yeah, I legit saw this movie, and now I don't know who I saw it with. Mm, it was not uh, me, as uh, yeah. Shaggy once said. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this movie? Um, I liked it. It's a. Uh, it's pretty. Cl- you know, it's based on a Shirley Jackson story novel. It it feels like a pretty classic like short story. You know what I mean? Like it feels like. Uh, right. She's the lightning thief, right? She steals lightning. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. She steals okay. lightning. Uh, she was a, a an impressive Confederate general. Right. Um and also Mr. October, right. Shirley Jackson. <laughs> um yeah, I I like this movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It's, it's fun. It's 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 very small in its focus, it's very contained. It's really just about one idea. Uh the twist as it were um is pretty easy to see coming, uh but part of that has to do with this novel was written I think 60 years ago. Yeah, um, the twist I I would say this is not so much about a twist to me. It's more of like where it ends. I was yeah. just like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. You know, it's, it's less about the twist because I think that's why I said like the twist as it were, you know, I qualified that. Right. It's not real. Like it doesn't treat it like a twist, really. No, it um, doesn't. It's more about it's, like the what happens between this family and the town and how it comes full right. circle. It's how you make an Edward Scissorhands house. Like. You know, like a house, it's, it's how you make that house in the neighborhood that nobody mm-hmm. goes near. Yeah. It, 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 where you're like, yeah, that thing is surrounded by myth 
and and legend yeah, and like we the, just it's like the making of a haunted house you're absolutely right exactly like you can see them right when they're 80 and they're still in the house mm-hmm. and then you can see the the you can see the plucky young family that moves in after them uh and yeah it totally is a haunted house to be yep that is what it is yeah it's it is it's the story that you hear in those movies yeah that when you get to the montage or the lore scene yeah um yeah it's um it's two sisters who are living with their crispin glover yeah their uncle crispin Uh, yeah uh who is just a a delight a delightful madman um he's doing great yeah he's he's killing it he's great it's always it's always it's always good to see crispin glover I want to see him and Sebastian Stan go out to the bars together because yes. they, you know, they might have and like they two <laughs> fucking party animals. I, I bet they were at like I bet they could actually get along. I was gonna say they have similar vibes. Uh, Sebastian, I think Sebastian Stan is like the jock version of Crispin Glover. Like he's the version yeah. of Crispin Glover who fucks. Not to say that Crispin Glover yeah. doesn't fuck; he clearly does. But like, he's not—he's not a Martian like Crispin Glover yeah. is. No, but they do Sebastian have. A, he's a. They do have yeah, similar he's a energy. Crispy. Yeah, yeah, he's a cris- crispy guy. Yeah, like they—they listen to the same music. Yeah, and like they probably, or like they probably both get in would get into the same trouble. You know, uh, they would. You know, I could see them both at a hookah bar. You yeah. know, just hanging out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so these two sisters, their father was poisoned. A lot uh, of their mother? family, father, mother, aunt, and uncle. And the only person who Ooh. survived was Uncle Crispin, but he is badly brain damaged. Yes, he's and, in a wheelchair. And confined and to a wheelchair, is, yeah. He's trying to write a book about it, and it becomes clear that he's stuck in like a memory loop. Like, he won't leave that. He's just... He, right, he's, 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 it's like he has dementia. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, recognize. He, sometimes he forgets that yeah. his brother is dead. Yeah. yeah, he thinks Sebastian Stan is his brother. He doesn't quite remember when he is. Um, yeah, right. And so it is implied that the older sister did the poisoning. She went to pri- She went to she, trial. She was for arrested it. for it and was put on trial for it. Yeah, it's uh, Alexander Dario. Yeah, but she was acquitted. Um, and since then, the entire town seems. Uh, you know, they, no, they never liked him because the dad was clearly the dad a was bastard. A, the dad was a bastard. He was a banker that like strangled the town. Um, there's a lot yeah. of animosity and he, in he the town. he hated the poors. <laughs> yeah. He's a real fucker. Like everything you hear about him, it's like, God, this guy was a monster. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of animosity that feels like it is absolutely his fault. Right. Uh, and you know, the, like it's the town was right. Yeah. And then the, having the idea that the older sister, Constance is the character's name, is they all are convinced she did it, even though she was acquitted. And Crispin Glover right. is clearly convinced that she did it as well. Right. And then the younger sister is doing little spells she's burying stuff um that she's she's very weird yeah. she's a weirdo she's uh she's the narrator too that's a uh, taisa farmiga um yeah and i think her name's mary cat yeah mary cat mary cat yeah uh, they just call her mary or mary cat they call her mary cat a lot her name's mary that's catherine true. but uh and, and she's killing it <laughs> she's doing a whole thing everybody's doing everybody's fucking great everybody's like, yeah, like she's the she's carrot killing it for sure she's yeah she's like this i think the standout performance but then also like yeah. uh alexander daddario is doing a, a low-key very good job at this person who is kind of forcing 
cheerfulness all of the time and you can see this like war of anguish going on in her eyes when she's it's very stepford yes. wives everybody is very touched yeah uh and like and and so like it there's a point like when sebastian stan eventually shows up he seems like the most normal of them but yeah. he's still also like he seems he seems like he's a problem in another way like he's an asshole he's a yeah uh, and then we come to find out he's a crook he's there to steal them. yeah he's either there to he's he's there to try to move in presumably marry constance um and get his hands on the family fortune right he's a dirty cousin fucker who wants to yeah, yeah get the family fortune. we don't know how close it seems they're pretty distant cousins but still uh, you know it, no yeah yeah it, it, yeah but still. it's fine um it's olden times too. It, it's Everybody's also olden times cousins. the only i i i bring that up to point out that it's not treated like it's weird in the movie like it's not it's it's completely oh. within the realm of possibility that constance yeah. would marry sebastian stan like it's, it's, it's of that olden yeah. time where like a young strapping man showing up is like oh thank goodness you know like they they feel like oh we need a man around the house kind of idea yeah uh, or at least some of them feel that way and yeah and yeah he's gonna yeah he he clearly from the start, you can t- you don't know what kind of a slimy he is, but you know, like you're just he's not interested in you, these people. You just don't trust him. He does seem genuine and nice and helpful, and like like you said, the only quote unquote normal person there because he's pointing he, out he's, shit he, like like Crispin Glover. He's like he should be in a hospital. <laughs> like there's no right. They, like, he doesn't know what's going on. You're trying to. It's he should be in a hospital. <laughs> like, he's. There's scenes where he's basically Alice at the mad tea party. Yeah. Where it's like everybody is talking in these weird loops and stuff. And he's the only one. Again, he's not a good person. No. But he's the only one who's like with reality. Uh, and more. Yeah. But like that doesn't. Yeah. Again, doesn't make him the good person. No. In the scene. It's not the person <laughs> you're rooting for. No. Uh, so. But that comes later. So the town basically is already treating them because their dad was such a fucker. Um, yeah, Mary now Kat they're goes into town and she gets they're, they're yeah. convinced they're all murderers too now it's like oh they, yeah, the, and they, the town narrative is that they killed their parents to, her, to inherit the fortune but right. we, we see that part of Mary Cat's spells is that she buries things that have been touched by evil so she ends up burying like so much money like throughout the yeah. throughout their property she, just, she doesn't care I, about the money is the point it, they yeah they're such they're born into such wealth that's a great part where sebastian yeah. stan is like i need to get supplies and she's like here and like gives him a bunch of coins gives a bunch like, of silver is that enough and he's like yeah i could buy the i could buy half the goddamn store with this yeah and like, when, when he catches mary cat burying a gold watch and he's like this is gold this is real gold she's like it's it's fine we don't we don't need no it. One wants I, it we don't really want yeah. it he's like you could sell it though like you need like you need help to like care for your yeah. uncle it's just like it's like <laughs> it's you're they hit it on the hand yeah. with like uh being the alice at the tea party where it's like they they have they're so disconnected from their wealth right it, it's the kind of household where you're scared that i don't know a fire will erupt mm-hmm. uh it, it's the kind of house where you're you're like i'm scared about them taking care of themselves yeah like they need help but they are content to just oh, be there. Right, because there's another element that we forgot is Constance is agoraphobic. She can't leave the estate. 
she can't leave yeah yeah so they're all yeah they don't they're not quite able to take care of themselves like when they get older when something more happens it's like when crispin clover gets sicker it's just like they don't they're not so like you understand the angle that sebastian stan is using yes and again, you don't like him. So the, you don't, she yeah, goes you, into you town. Nev- you never trust him. No. <laughs> no. Uh, they call her a witch. And she, you know, because she's, she's doing little s- spells. But you, as you see, like, she's doing it to protect them. She's not doing it to hurt others. Uh, and um, and so, like, yeah, they're pariahs. They, their dad treated the town bad, like, like badly. So, like, it's sort of, everybody is... It's it's very much that idea of like yeah they've inherited the bad mm-hmm. will, <laughs> the ill will of this town, whether or not they deserved it. And there's they do a fun balancing act there where like it doesn't feel like they deserve it. She's heckled on the street. She's harassed wherever she goes. Uh, there's always this like you always feel you like do. it's unfair, right? Like she's the victim. But as the uh, story she is. she is to an extent, but as the story unfolds, it, it becomes clear that she, Mary Cat is a monster. Right. Because whenever they talk about the townspeople, they're always like father said they were animals, and they're not saying it like father is bad. They're saying of like they're animals. Yeah. Like it's very clear that they are their father as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, they didn't do all the same things he did, but you can tell that they will. Yeah, of course <laughs> like, they will. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but yes, and technically the town is unfair to them, which the town has its own arc. Yeah, it does. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so, yeah, go on. Um, I was just going to get us through it a little bit more oh. quickly. Uh, was, I see. I see how it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can take it over. I don't care. Mr. Slowmouth over here. Yeah, yeah I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, dragging your no, lips no. like, no, no, like some I'm, sort I'm of Crispin a... Glover <laughs> through this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically Sebastian Stan shows up in, in their life and in very gradually inserts himself and it basically takes over the house. He starts wearing their dad's clothes. He moves into their dad's room. He starts ordering Constance around like she is his wife. Um, and... Mary Cat does everything in her she can think of to get rid of him, casting more spells, destroying his room, uh, keying his car, keying his car, just being defiant and refusing to do anything he says, or even, uh, yeah, just just you know being as big of a pain as she can try to thwart him. So it all comes to a head one night when they're having dinner. Um, she, uh, they they get into an argument about something, or like he's like trying to demand that she apologize and stop being so weird all the time uh that ends up with him like physically grabbing her and lifting her up off the table to take her up to her room for being so disobedient Um, what you skipped over is that she had previously casually lit a fire in his room right that's right yeah she she lights (laughs) the fire in his room before she gets to bed and then we see like there's a scene between um where she goes out in the woods and finds that all of her spells have been dug up and smashed so it's I'm not sure who did that. It might have been Sebastian. I think, I think it's Sebi. Yeah, I think it's probably, Sebi but it never confirms who it was. Um, yeah, because we we also don't see a scene of him like rooting around looking for shit she's buried. Um, yeah, he he finds a couple things. He finds a couple it. of things, but it's like he's working on a step and he finds like a lockbox that she had buried some money and some other stuff in as a spell. But it's stuff. It's it's things like that where he discovers them while he's doing something else. So it's kind of yeah. It's a little unclear 
who dug them up or even if they were dug up if she was just imagining it because in that scene she looks over her shoulder and sees her dead mom and dad and they tell her like you're the best daughter you should never ever be punished don't you let anyone punish you and she's like punish me you mean like being sent to bed without my dinner right um so that's our first like real confirmation even though we have sus- you suspect it all along just by her behavior she keeps talking about poisons yeah she has every poison um, memorized uh she is incredibly possessive of constance um yes and she she we we learn when she goes to town earlier she gets one of the people she gets shit from is this guy who tried to date constance um but she we hear in her narration that she told her dad about it and he put a stop to it like she didn't she was like i had to get rid of him so i told dad yeah. about it and he like ruined she, this guy's her dad- life yeah yeah the dad ruined him and again the guy sucks the guy is an asshole to her yeah but it's like yeah it sounds like her dad like it's that thing where at first you're like yeah sins of the father like they you know they're not they're not it's it's well i think the saying is specifically the opposite but it's like uh you know she can't be blamed for this stuff and and she again she technically can't yeah it's just you slowly realize like Oh, she's a she's yeah. a monster yeah. too, huh? She's, she's a monster. She didn't want Constance to get married and leave. She didn't want Constance to ever leave the house. She does not want Constance yeah. to leave the house ever. Um, so yeah, she's she's playing into the agoraphobia, which I assume was started when the dad when died, the right? mur- when like the murders the, happened. Yeah. yeah, that's the implication. Um, so yeah, that's the first moment that we get that the movie kind of lets us know for sure that Mary cat is the one that poisoned everyone. Of course she did. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So she, uh, she specifically put arsenic in the sugar knowing that her sister doesn't like sugar. Right. That was the idea. Yeah. Um, so she gets, yeah, th- that dinner, she sets a small fire in the house cause she doesn't know what else to do. So she's kind of like, fuck it. I'm just going to burn this house down. So you'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> you'll leave us alone. Um, sometimes you gotta, it becomes this whole ass thing. The firefighters show up to put out the fire. And the lead firefighter is that guy that was bullying her earlier. Um, yeah, it's it's a fire. It, it's a firefight slash riot. Yeah, it turns like, into it, it, it like, becomes yeah. a riot because the whole town shows up to say, just let it burn. And like, no, we still got to put the fire out. So they put the fire out, but then they all loot the house. <laughs> <laughs> the fireman is like, "All right, we put the fire out now." Right, let's, he let's. throws the like, first. I think they're gonna like, light it on fire again. Yeah, <laughs> like he he finishes yeah. putting out the fire, puts down the hose, and then picks up a rock and throws it through the window, and then the and then the looting they, starts. Yeah, they do a good job with this, where it feels it feels very like a natural. Like it gets to a point where you're like, "Are they gonna lynch them?" Like where they like, get real it, fucking close. They get real close because it's this. They do a really good escalation where it's like throwing rocks and then someone says like, oh, let's get some of the stuff inside. And then it just becomes a full on. They're robbing them, mm-hmm. looting the house. And then they find Crispin Glover dead inside because of smoke inhalation. He basically like just locks himself in a room when he the locks, fire happens. He locks himself in his room with his with his novel papers. Yeah. And and like you can't tell if he knows what he's doing or not. Doesn't really matter. Uh and so that that moment, someone's like, "Dude, there's someone dead inside," uh, and everybody's just like, "Shit, scatter!" Uh, meanwhile, Sebastian Stan is just trying to open the safe, 
he doesn't even care about them. That's the whole thing. He doesn't go to their rescue. Yeah, he runs. He just in, tries to get this. He yeah. runs inside the house to get the safe. Meanwhile, Constance is freaking out because she can't leave the house. So Mary Cat's just sitting with her and holding her underneath a table as the house is burning down. Yeah. Um. The there's the the crowd disperses not because of the dead guy. If you remember, they're like friend. They they have like one friend in town. It's this it's this mar- right. married couple. Uh, it's un- I think he might be a lawyer or something. It's unclear who he is, but he and his wife go inside to try to you know stop the looting. He finds Crispin Glover's dead body and goes downstairs and it's like, there's a dead man inside. You guys need to fucking stop it. But at this point, they are preparing to lynch Constance. They're like ripping her clothes off. It's It could get worse than that. Uh, he pulls out a gun and fires it into the air. That's when everyone right. scatters. Right, that scatters them. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, so now they're in this just burnt out house Yeah, and you wonder what are they going to do? I, Sebastian Stan's gone. I think they still have the money. Did he rob them? I don't think no, he, could he get couldn't the get safe. the safe open. Yeah. So they still have all this money. Mm-hmm. It's not in the banks. That's one of the things is that they don't use the bank and they're just in the shitty burnt out house. And then this is the, like a nice little twist is that people from the town, the people who are ready to lynch them and who are harassing him slowly show up at the door and like leave them food and apologize. Um, which is to kind of show like there is a difference. These people had a, like the, I, I sympathized a lot with the townsfolks because clearly these people were all collectively fucked by their father. And then gossip made them out to be monsters that they weren't initially. And like, they actually feel bad. Like, and it was like, cause yeah, they're humans, mm-hmm. you know? It also is a, it also says something about small town memory and how both yeah. simultaneously short and long it is. Like, it's like, it's, it's like the, the town narrative was their monsters, their pariahs, fuck them. And then this horrible thing happened. And now the narrative is going to be, oh, those poor people on the hill. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's the sort of thing where like, it's like when you watch, uh, and this is a device in like movies and TV where they make a character do something shitty and then they punish them so much. You're like, okay, holy shit. Yeah. Calm down. Like the, and it's a technique. It's a good tactic. It's that where it's like, it, they went overboard. Yeah. You took it too far. It, it's just like, they took it too far. It's like, yeah, they were kind of shitty rich people and their dad sucked a lot. Uh, but we, uh, we sort of looted and. Looted and destroyed their home, so yeah, and we almost lynched them. So yeah. we feel bad now. And I'm like the thing I took away from it. On top of that, was like sort of like how, you know, they all like her. The dad was a monster. They all decided that Constance was the murderer. That she was a poisoning witch. Right. Um, so now what? It'll like yeah. It's just what I said before. Like the narrative is going to switch. That will they're going to absolve right. themselves of any wrongdoing. Is the implication I got? Like it'll just. Like yes. the memory that the town has of, I think they're called the Blackwoods, which a bit on the right. nose, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, they, they will absolve themselves by, you know, the, because the new memory of this family up on the they hill will become, ah, oh, they, you know, their house burnt down and the community, their, their, their father had been murdered and their house burnt down. So then, you know, the community came together to, to help these poor people. Like that's what it's going to be. Now. Right. Right, and and it'll it, it's that thing where all the rumors and stuff. When the dust is cleared, it's like, oh yeah, I guess there wasn't much to that. Yep. Uh, yeah. But they'll and just so, move, like, they'll just move on from it. But the thing is, no, of course they will. the thing is, Dave, no, they won't. <laughs> no, they won't. 
All these people are... Go ahead. No, no, what are you going to say? I was going to say, the whole town shows up to leave them food, right? And we also hear their their friend shows up and he's like, hey, look, um, uh, we're going to have a funeral for Crispin Glover in a couple of days. You guys should come. It's going to be very nice. You should really see all the the great, very nice flowers people have been sending. It's going to be very nice. So we know the funeral's coming up. Um, they're leaving all this food, uh, and inside the house, Constance and Mary Cat have their first, and we are to understand, final conversation about what actually happened, where Mary Cat finally just says, yeah, I poisoned them, and Constance's like, yeah, I know you did. Like, you poisoned the sugar, because I didn't eat it. She's of like, yeah. she did. He's like, okay. Uh, Constance is like, we're never, ever going to speak about it again. Except, yeah. And then they, I forget exactly how it's phrased, but they say something like, I think Mary Cat starts rattling off poison facts again, which is a thing she does. Uh, and uh, Constance says something about how this is going to be uh, 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 like some like a like a memorable feast at this funeral or something like that. So the implication is that they're going to poison everybody in town at oh, this funeral. She, I think she literally says, "I'm going to poison them." Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, she says something around that lines, and yeah. that's what actually leads into. You poisoned uh, dad. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you're right. I had the so, order yeah. wrong. So yeah, they're gonna. The implication is yeah, they're they're probably gonna poison them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never see that, and we're not sure if that actually happens. She also they. Uh, I I actually read it a different way, which was they're inheriting everything. They're gonna choke the town to death like their dad did. Like not literally poison necessarily, but they but like it she, might. the town will suffer. But maybe it's yeah. the it's maybe. the it's, it's the, on the table. <laughs> yeah, it's the same either. Regardless of what how it plays out, it's the same idea either way. Is that they're inheriting yeah. everything and that they've become what they were, but everybody thought they were exactly. And you could you could argue like well, I, I guess what I like about the film, and we haven't even gotten to the the big climax. Um, but uh, you could argue that it's. Like a, a a more clunky film would have made it seem like, oh, these town folks, they did it. They sealed their own fate. But it's not that. They make the, the girls are monsters, too. Mm-hmm. The town folks overreact. Everybody kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Where it's not as cut and dry where it's like. I'll. Yeah, I'll push back a little I, bit. And I, I sympathize more with the town folk just because, you know, eat the rich. Yeah, but like for sure. I think. Uh, you finish your thought i'm sorry it's just like kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah where like at the beginning of the movie they're more scared of the town and by the end they're like fuck this town right and that you know like and that's that's been mary cat's position the entire time like she is all of the entire movie she's like fuck the town we're not going anywhere they're all animals fuck them like the person like the victim in the movie is constance like That's she's true. she's yeah. she's never been allowed to have her own life. Like we know she was gonna And she's always she was gonna possibly nice. Yeah, she's always trying to be nice and trying to keep everybody happy and you can see that she is in incredible pain, uh just right. de- denying herself any agency just to make everyone else happy. Um, right. The idea she, yeah, she wants to go. She wants to out. Europe. She wants out. She wants to go yeah. to Europe. And like we get, you know, from the, the shitty guy in town who's like bullying Mary cat. We don't know what his relationship was with Constance. She probably wanted to leave with him. And then she couldn't because her dad wouldn't let her leave with some lowly poor guy. Um, and then the also I get. because Mary cat didn't Sorry. want her to leave either. 
Yeah, the impression I get is that she keeps kind of bouncing to shitty dudes. Probably, like, yeah. Like, Sebastian Stan, they all kind of promise this escape, and she wants that. She wants but out. But her dad is also a shitty dude. Yeah. Um, and what she, like, it's that thing of, like, this is the only way. Although, I don't think this is that old. Like, they talk about a telephone briefly, so it can't be that old of, uh, it's like, like the, whenever it takes it's place. It's like the 50s or the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's this feeling of, like she feels like she owes her sister. Like she has to take care of her sister. I, so her sister is kind of very needy. Um, and it's even not, though her sister probably can take care of herself. Yeah. Um, and so she's definitely is trapped. And then uh, every like escape turns out to be people who are kind of seem like they're trying to use her too or control her. She, like Sebastian Stan just tr- treats her treats her shittily she's just yeah there's a you know incredible moment where he's they do a, re- a repeated motif where you keep just hearing him go like constance like just shouting for her yeah. to do things for him and there's one scene where mary cat comes inside he's like where have you been your sister's been slaving away on lunch all day and he just raises up his coffee cup without looking at constance and she refills it, yeah like in the middle of him saying that um right what i was gonna say is it's not even that Constance, I, I didn't get the impression that she feels like she owes Mary Cat. I think she feels possessed by her. Like she's possessed by her father. Right. She's all, she's only ever owned by people. So she was possessed by her father beforehand, and then now she's possessed by Mary Cat. And the reason I came to that conclusion is there's a couple of scenes um, where she's afraid to not do things for Mary Cat. Like there's a moment, like right. the, the first time Sebastian Stan really gets mad. Uh, at, at the nonsense that Mary Cat is doing. You know, again, Sebastian Stan's not a good guy, but like, this is some fucking nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he really gets mad at her and she's like, f- uh, Constance is like freaking out because she's like, no, it's time for me to give Mary Cat her, her lunch. I have to give Mary Cat her lunch because she asked for it. You know what I mean? Right. So she's, she seems terrified to not do what she is asked to do by whomever is asking. Yeah, and it kind of spells out what you've, what I feel like is their fate after the movie ends. We should get into... So Sebastian Stan comes back. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, and he makes one more appeal, and they give him, I would call, a hard no. Yes. Uh, and wh- what I mean is that uh, she kills him with a snow globe. Yeah, very cat They uh, He attacks Constance, uh, is, a, is a shitty guy. Uh, and so in the moment, Mary Cat smashes a globe over his head, and it's one of those moments where it's like, yeah, he's probably all right and then she hits him again yep it's a re- it's a real i'm finished moment yep it's a real i'm finished uh, moment yeah uh she really drinks his milkshake and so then they just they bury him they move his car yep uh and yeah and then they're just together in this house alone yep uh that's now that's, that's what now, i mean is like that's now this burnt out haunted hulk yeah and you can see like they grow to be 60 uh, and then Mary Cat gets poisoned by her sister. That's how I'm imagining it, right? Like she becomes more and more demanding. She's just as possessive as anybody else. Yeah, more, uh, more like, so because uh, she's literally murdering people so that they won't, yeah. so that Constance can't leave. And she has that over Constance, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you want to leave? Uh, I mean, I think the cops will have something to say about that. You know, like, and you can sort of see like the evil. The evil that will be manifested here, yeah, uh, that has already been, but like the lore, where it's like, yeah, they're gonna grow old. Something terrible is gonna happen here. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, certainly nothing good. Yeah, 
and then it ends yeah and then it ends uh it's, it's yeah and it, it's pretty it's pretty quick it's 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 barely 90 minutes <laughs> yeah it it doesn't need to be that no it's long. not it's, it's got yeah yeah it, it's a it's a simple idea it, it it's it executes on the idea really well um it's got uh solid entertaining performances in it and it's a good creepy story and you know it's not it's never yeah. like it's never like frightening but it's it's got a good like mood to it you know what i mean right it's interesting because it's marked as thriller mystery and it's like eh not really a mystery not really a thriller i honestly feel like this is a horror it's a horror um, movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gothic. It's a gothic drama, I guess. Yeah, that's because that's that's, it, that's closer. Yeah, because and again, it feels supernatural, even though it's but not. it's not, which is interesting because like we keep saying, it's like the prologue to a haunted house. So I think that's, I feel like that was the idea when when she wrote this story was sort of like I'm gonna do it you know the making of a haunted house. Like it's so you'll get that supernatural vibe, even though it's not yet supernatural right the line we have always lived in the 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 castle castle, yeah it's something a ghost would say yeah and and it's her whole mary cat's whole mentality is that she she will never leave this house yeah and she's like the blackwoods have always owned this house and the blackwoods will never leave it yeah sure sounds like someone's gonna gonna become a ghost yeah she's burying spells Mm. all over the place like yeah She's she's on the fast track to Ghost Town. Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna terrify a lot of families. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Just show up in a Conjuring did... sequel. Wait, she already did. Yeah, she's in good for the her. Nun. <laughs> she is in the Nun. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a shame. Yeah, I part of me like I know she's not a good character, but the whole movie I was basically just thinking, ah, oh, good for you. Like, look at well, you yeah, making your own little evil empire. It's, it's from her point of view. So, of course, it's, yeah, it's like we right. keep saying about the Sopranos. Like, after a while, you're just like, hey, you should have paid him. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What you are you messing doing? with Tony? You yeah. Don't fuck with Tony. He's going to shoot you. Hey, you don't mess with Mary Cat. She'll yeah. poison you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or kill you with a She's snow globe. poison everybody. Yeah. She'll give a fuck. She has an impressive body count. Yeah. She's doing good for herself. Yeah. I think she's supposed yeah, to be, what, 19? She's already killed, like, four people? 18. She says 18. 18, yeah. okay. The, the narrative is interesting, because it starts in the burnt-out house, and then they do, like, last Tuesday, you know, like, last Wednesday. They keep doing it that way, and it's they... A, I don't... I honestly don't know why they needed to do it that way. Dread? Uh, yeah. I thought it was, it was an efficient way of letting us know right off the bat, this is a countdown. Um, so right off the bat, it's like instilling, right. instilling, you know, at least a small feeling of dread in you because, you know, something's going to happen at yeah. the end of this countdown. <laughs> They're promising. They're like, don't worry, folks. Yeah. Something. This Sebastian Stan this is, character. This is this he, is building up to a boiling point. Yeah. He the moment you see him, it's like, oh, he's going to die. Well, yeah, <laughs> he just well, they, feels they, he's showing up in a red car like, hey, I'm your cousin. And it's like, oh, you are so and dead, he's man. Just, he's just being pure Sebastian Stan scumbag, which I love. Yeah. Um, and it's like literally when he goes into the diner in town and sees Mary Cat outside, and she keys his car and he gets up and leaves like the, the people in the diner go like he's going to die. They literally yeah, they say do. that. One of the characters <laughs> says that. They do, yeah, because all, yeah, because all the men have been poisoned. Yeah, 
Uh, and yeah, it, I like how they do that because it's like, you know, someone poisoned them. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's got to be one of right. these people. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a, a, a transient, like they always try to say, you know, it's right. like, oh, some, some, what, not transient. What do they say? Drifter, drifter. Drifter. It's not some drifter yeah, like, didn't was- come in and poison four people at their dinner yeah. and didn't rob them. Like, yeah. It certainly wasn't Crispin. No. You know, like, then, well, who's left? Who's left? Well, who survived completely unscathed it's these two so yeah that's why it's not a mystery it's just like well yeah it's one of them obviously this one yeah it's one of them more specifically it's the weird one yeah it's It's the murderer one. it's the twisted little maniac who recites uh poison facts (laughs) like she's great yeah she's doing a incredible job she's doing a whole thing in this movie (laughs) it really is it's hard to like, it's hard to reflect on the morality of this. I mean, the morality is clear, but like in terms of watching it, it's like I couldn't help but to root for her. Uh, and I don't know if the movie wants me to. It's more that it's just like, I don't know what the movie wants me to think about this other than like, man, that was fucked up. You know, like I think again, uh, what I took away is the person you're supposed to feel for is Constance. She's the one that's trapped. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I think like, you're right. Literally, there. so she can't leave the house because of her agoraphobia. Yeah, she's a prisoner. It's like a manifest. It's like um, a, a, a a literal v- interpretation of the hold that Mary Cat holds on her, and, and born out of Mary Cat poisoning everybody else in the house. It's like, right. oh, I can't leave. Like, I also don't think there's a hard moral in terms of the message. No, like I feel like the message is. Wasn't that spooky? And it's like, yeah. yeah, it's just like I said. That's well. That's why I likened it to like a short story. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just a ripping good yarn. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just get an idea. Yeah. It's like, oh, this would be a cool little story to tell. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have any bigger meaning. It's just like a, a real page turner. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes a yeah. story is just a story. <laughs> yeah. And there's themes in it. I mean, to, be, to be sure, we've talked about a couple of different themes mm-hmm. in the movie, but it's it's not like saying i mean it is saying stuff but yeah they should have had they should have had sebastian stan's ghost in the last shot and he looked at the camera and shrugged and went broads and then that and then it ends dames am i right wait dames jeez takes a bite out of a ghost apple (laughs) yeah why not yeah sure just polishing it on his on his 1950s greaser vest right it was funny that it is it is like the 50s and I just for, kept forgetting it because mm-hmm. it feels way more like old timey. And they even like there's a part where he says like, you guys need to get a telephone. And she says, so, what did she say? It was really it, good. It, it, like, be, it became, tr- she, she, she says it either. Troublesome. It became yeah, troublesome. It became yeah. troublesome, which is I love because again, it's like. If you get the impression that this family was fucked up before the poisoning. Oh, yeah. Um, like, in, in a very, like, you get the impression, like, Crispin Glover was, you know, a Crispin Glover type before this. Uh, and there's, so, like... There's even a... Sp- they, feel, they feel like they're already ghosts. Yes. Like, that's what it is, yeah, right? Yeah, they're already ghosts. That's the other... That's the other thing that I couldn't quite grasp. You're 100% correct. Like, that's the, yeah, the whole feeling of, like, this is the making of a haunted house, and these two women are already the ghosts. 100%. Yeah, it's it's that idea of, like, they're they're haunting this house already. Yep. With them and their little black cat. Like, it, it's, it's yeah, it, if the twist was they're already ghosts, it would make sense. Uh, and I'm, like, I'm glad it didn't do that. I was expecting that for a oh, m- yeah. minute, but then you, pretty quickly you see 
Mary Cat go to town and like interact with people. So you're like, okay, so they're not yeah. ghosts. <laughs> like, yeah, either either none of them are ghosts or they're all ghosts. Right. So. Or it's ghost story, yeah. which doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Right. Whereas the, well, the ghost a has a job and an apartment and shit. Yeah, a ghost story is like, I think that's my favorite universe to be a ghost because it seems like you can just like. Right. It's like being a superhero. Just continue to be alive. Yeah. 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 She's just like watching TV and hanging out. She's having, she's a, life, having she's a great a social security number. Yeah. Like she's she doing works. Great. She collects a paycheck. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, great. Great film. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's definitely a ghost story in that regard. And there's a certain idea of like, like you always wonder like, why are all the ghosts always the same? Why are they all so creepy and like always dressed like that? And so pale this, this movie kind of posits the idea of like, only creepy people become ghosts. Yeah. That's my that's the my headcanon, which is like, no, most people don't become cr- ghosts. Only like really weird people with like weird grudges mm-hmm. end up ghosts. And that's why all the ghosts are weird. Because only weirdos become ghosts. Like, of course, Crispin Glover would become a ghost. He's meant for it. He, he's, a go- he's already a ghost, too. Yeah. When, when Crispin Glover, the actor, was born, his parents were like, mm, this baby's going to make a fine ghost one day. Yeah. Absolutely. Crispin Glover oh, would be a terrifying ghost. Did he ever make a second album? I don't know, I but just like imagine up. a ghost singing that first album to you. That's the worst singing haunting. Clowny clown, clowny clown, clown, clown. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's the fucking nightmare haunting right there. No. Crispin Glover's the kind of ghost where it's like you it'd be scary at first, and then you'd kind of just be like, All right, this is a little much, Crispin. All right, tone it to Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ghost bust you, uh not because you're dangerous, but because I no, I don't want to see your film, Crispin. <laughs> I don't stop putting your film on, you phantom, you weird phantom, you fucking poltergeist, you, yeah, you specter. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got. I I've seen this twice, like I said, and I do really like this movie. My yeah. I guess my over th- overall thought is, what a fascinating little film. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, I really love it. It's just a, a yeah. Uh, a neat little story uh you know yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stuff like this yeah it doesn't do anything you know huge or or you know it doesn't do anything profound or it's not like a a a groundbreaking piece of filmmaking it's just a good little story you know it's a good little haunted fucking story yeah and i just want i want more of this i want more sure yeah i'm I'm, I'm pro that vibe pro this movie yeah so Harrison Millie, thank you so much. Uh, really yeah. appreciate it. It was, you know, I had a lot of fun watching this. I did as well. Yeah. This was, um, are we wrapping up? We're yeah, wrapping I think up. we're wrapping We're done. We this can be was, done. This was, this was through our Patreon. There's a tier where you can have us watch any movie you want. Within the, the only exceptions, I would say, is it can't be a movie we already podcasted about. Uh, can't, it has to be accessible. And that's really it. Mm-hmm. Like if if you send us your like eighth birthday party tape, we'll critique it. If you want, yeah, yeah, we'll have not good things to say. We'll be, about we'll it, be but... savage about it, but that's yeah, we what will. you that's we what you asked us to do. Yeah, so this is through our Patreon, patreoncom slash unemployed. Uh, there's also uh, other tiers, like for five dollars a month, you get access to four podcasts. Uh, those podcasts are Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. 
Uh, for a little more, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. Uh, and you can even produce your own podcast, not just your own. We just watch. There's a tier where you can make us just invent a podcast for you. That's a thing you can do. Yeah. So yeah, you can check all that out on the Patreon. Man, f- four whole podcasts for five dollars, Dave. That's such that's a good a deal. Bargain. Buck twenty five a podcast, folks. Yeah, and then ten bucks you get to watch movies with us. That's a mm, that's yeah. a steal. That's less than the price of a ticket. That's a steal. A movie um. Yeah. We also have a store, GameFitEmployed.com. Uh, head over there. You can find a link to our Teespring store, which has all kinds of cool original artwork uh, and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of stuff. So check that out. You know, do that thing. Check it out. All right. Tom, where would you want to, what would you want to haunt? Um, Like a service station bathroom or like a McDonald's play place. Nice. I want to do an airport because like. No one needs that, right? Yeah. And like, if I'm feeding off of like the negative energy of people, no, no better place. Yeah, my mentality. No like, place. I really want people to puzzle over what on earth happened in my life to cause me to haunt this specific location. That would be good. Like, yeah, you'd, you'd, I like you'd, that. You'd, you'd, you'd you'd get the key, you know, tied to a huge plank of wood for a, the gas station bathroom and go inside. I'd be in there like, <laughs> boo, and you're like, ah. And then after a minute, you'd be like, what the fuck happened to you? Right. And it's just, yeah. Same thing. You'd be in a, kind of bummed for that ghost. Yeah. Same thing in a play place. Like the kids would be like, oh, there's a ghost in the slide. And then after a minute, they'd be like, what happened to you, mister? Did you die yeah. in the slide? Like, yeah. I, you know, this is why you're not supposed to have adults in here. Yeah, this is why they this don't. This is why. This is kids. why they don't let adults who've been drinking in the play place. <laughs>